Well, I have come up with a new theme tune to the podcast. Alright. Game Central, Game Central, the way I talk, you would swear I was mental. I don't smoke, but if I did, it would be mental. Rehypnol, put it in your wrong hole, bum hole. Don't worry, the reason with me, I have no soul. We all hate to cut, okay? Now, I know what you're going to say. Oh, Rob, that's not about games, but I would agree. But I look closer. Crap week for me, as I have to feed my sister's crow. She caught it in the woods, and it told her it has a small baby growing inside of it. That will be our saviour, the Lord Jesus. But it isn't developed, and that it can only eat couscous. And as a you know, you can imagine this, it would be pretty hard for you to find a crow that has found couscous in the wild. Seriously, what are you talking my sister about? never thinks she has been in Switzerland all week and left it down to me. So thanks to her for that. The bloody cow. Right what now. What just happened? <laughs> I think I did a pass I don't out. Know. Hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast number 18. 18, can you believe that now we are genuine adult human beings? Now there is nothing in Great Britain that we cannot do. All of the avenues are open to us and how beautiful it is. We shan't be going to America though, as for some things you have to be 21. So here we are and the podcast has a nice little change for you today. Our regular co-host Guy Whitlock sadly cannot be with us as he is moving in with another man, which is quite nice, isn't it Gareth? (laughs) Good for him. About time he'd snapped up a young bachelor. Bachelor. So good luck, guy. And with the children as well, because obviously, as if starting a new relationship isn't hard enough to also take on somebody else's children, that really can make or break a fledgling relationship. Well, he's all in. He's all about the commitment, is our guy. He is. He's, he's just up to left. Up to left. <laughs> right, but in his absence, I've scrolled through my phone book to... I'm probably the only person I could find who could provide us with the charisma required to make sure that the Game Central podcast number 18 maintains the stellar output that we achieve week in, week out. But unfortunately, it changed his number, so we have to make do with Dave instead. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Hi, and thank you for such a lovely welcome. Thank you. You were on the podcast last week. Indeed. It's a good day, but breathing very heavily. <laughs> I have to speak to Guy about it. Or <laughs> breathing quite quiet because it sounded like you were like <laughs> so excited yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just that excited I just I was, I was I was so excited to get a um get an introduction that wait, I actually started wait, high load. that was the sub introduction and now <laughs> oh, right. it wasn't as bad as guy though no guy no. guy like if you mention the word women guy, you'll just hear guy in the background like <laughs> 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 Just and then he'll pass out and then wake up again <laughs> ten minutes later. Right. So, a little known fact about David Ellery is that he has removed all of the letter C's from his name. His actual name was David Celery, but now it is just David Unt Ellery. And how lucky we are to have you today, Dave. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rob. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Another man that is joining us and the only one of the usual podcast hosts to have never missed an episode is Gareth Williams. He is so very consistent and for that we love you. How are you today, Gareth? I'm good. Just woke up, so I'm ready to go. 
Woke up, what did you have for your breakfast? Uh, I had pork chops, mashed potatoes and sprouts. So did we. We both had that before work this morning. <laughs> you know, it's a pork chop Tuesday where, you know, you just get up out of bed and you just tuck into a nice pork chop. Breakfast of champions. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a normal, it's just a normal everyday breakfast. Just normal. And my own personal record reads 17 to 1. But I must confess, I didn't actually have any internet at the time, so I couldn't be blamed for it, really. Dave could have invited me to his house to use his internet, but as I found out last night, it seems that Dave has been socialising a lot with women from badminton he has known for five minutes, inviting them over, but not good old Rob, his long-time friend. What's that about, Dave? <laughs> We're going to bring that beef here, are we? No, we are, oh. because I wasn't going to okay. call you up last night but basically we were all in a group it chat it wasn't MCM, oh. MCM Comic Con okay uh, because we're all going together uh, we're all talking and suddenly yeah. a lady pops up that I've never heard of before and she starts <laughs> talking about a meet up at Dave's like when is it happening blah blah and I'm like whoa 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 hold back a minute there Dave how <laughs> come Rob hasn't been invited that's a bit rude and then Dave Can obviously I... Dave's like I haven't even arranged anything yet Can... Um, we haven't well, arranged it, but everyone knows what's going on. Well, that's Rob's side of the bench. I'll give you the facts. Um, what happens is, is that this woman that Rob's never met before, which actually happens quite often. That's most of them. Is, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's most of them. Um, she's my badminton partner. Oh, um, so therefore, we attend a weekly badminton session. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I see her quite often. Shuttlecock. Um, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey. Not my girlfriend. Making, making a person. racket. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Is there any more puns that you want to throw this way? Did you have sex with her? No. <laughs> that, uh, that's no, a badminton pun. Okay. Is, her, like... na- is her name Annette? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. Um... Yeah, Did so... you shoot your cock over Annette? <laughs> oh, jeez. Thank you very much. Go, Dave. So I've organised this group, and she presumed that we're all meeting at my house before going to the expo. I said that that would be a good plan, uh, but I haven't actually set anything up yet. But Rob's obviously thinking that I went behind his back as if that matters. Well, and, um, I'm very insecure. Is he your normal uh, badminton partner? It's a she. No, uh, yeah, she. That's what he, do you mean? Is he? Is Rob your normal badminton partner, and you no, cheated Rob, on him? No, Rob's not. Rob doesn't play badminton. He doesn't play any game slash sport which he knows he'll lose at. I said I'd, I only play contact sports. So, <laughs> talking of badminton, there has never been a good game based around it, is there? To be fair, there's never been a game based no. around it. Because it's basically mm. really slow tennis. <laughs> so, on with the Game Central podcast. <laughs> and ahead. as usual, we have all the gaming news wrapped up to an easy-to-digest meal unlike pork chops early in the morning passing <laughs> through your colon. Speaking about some of our favourite moments from past E3s as we launch our new weekly section entitled What Were Your Favourite Moments from Past E3s? Can you please tell us on the run-up to every week to the new E3, please? We will have a special guest for the first time in quite a while and we will be talking about some of the new releases that have blessed us this week. So if you're ready, guys, let's go on to the news. With a slow few weeks regarding news, the floodgates are finally starting to open up a little bit with E3 drawing ever closer. The floodgates are not entirely open, just a bit. Enough to allow a slow trickle of gaming news to flow out. 
When the floodgates open fully, you can be assured that we'll be standing right at the entrance, waiting to be taken away by the wave of gaming information. Like that poor child in deep impact. So Dave, what news have you got for us this week? Well, I've got news from Xbox. Um, they have announced that their um, so the apps such as Netflix and Hulu, uh, which can be accessed through the Xbox One, now do not require a online gold membership for you to download and access them. Go on, Dave. Um, so this is obviously uh, in lead up to their massive E3 announcement, which no doubt will happen further promote the Xbox One and how much of a media hub it is. So um, they're pretty much trying... They're, they're catching up, actually, because other platforms such as the PlayStation and the Wii have had oh, yes. these... Has had these um, online subscription oh, apps... No, the Wii was a very forward-thinking console. Um, <laughs> well, no, honestly, it, it's had these apps free... Well, free to download and free to access but Xbox is the only one that sits there and goes oh do you want to download then yeah that's great can you <laughs> now, actually now, <laughs> now, pay now you have to make the console year. free then no yeah, way exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got to pay 40, 40 quid a year uh, yeah. to actually access them as well as because they're paid for subscription websites anyway so Netflix you've got to pay £6 a month and Hulu I'm sure is the same um, so they're catching up with it but they're pretty much trying to make themselves look as great as possible in the up and coming E3 announcement which is um, actually I forgot the name of it, so it's pointless. Um, go something. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they were basically saying last week. I think it's it? something really cheesy, like something like Go Future or okay. something awfully cheesy. Hmm. Um, but yeah, what was Tony's one? Was it Go Go Play Go View? Something <laughs> like that, wasn't it? Go Go View TV. Yeah, where they had like their own television package, but that flopped pretty quickly. Yeah, and it was just awful. But um, yeah, so that's their big news, is that they're making a lot of the previously you should subscribe to us before you subscribe to them apps um, now free, so you can download them as you wish and watch Netflix all you want on a silver membership. Or, and also, but if you don't subscribe to Gold, you miss out on Games with Gold, which this week, well this few weeks, yeah, has been, what is it? Um... Oh god, you put me on the spot there. <laughs> well, that just shows how good it was. And if you don't have your gold subscription, yeah, you might get Netflix, but you don't get to play a game you maybe would have played five years ago. So that was absolutely well, beautiful news. We know what next month's games with gold are going to be. Oh, what are they, Gareth? Would you like to involve us? Go, go on then. Um, next, next month's are going to be uh, Charlie Murder, which was an Xbox Live Arcade game. Great. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. Not bad. Which is not bad. And Dark Souls. Hey, so that's hey. good. That should be a good shout. Yeah. yeah. They're doing three because well, as... it's a year anniversary. Oh, so, far, so far I have downloaded Civ Rev, um, Hitman Absolution, Dungeon Defenders, the Toy Soldiers Cold War game, which is quite good. I actually enjoyed um, that though. Sleeping Dogs. And um, that's it. I know that Crackdown was available, and so was Assassin's Creed 2. That was one of the first ones. Mm. Halo 3. Halo 3 yeah. the first one as well. But, but Dave, yeah, you're no, losing focus of your news story. 
This is what we're saying. Gareth will try and take you away from it. <laughs> what do you think Gareth will try and take you, you You brought up games for gold. Um, yeah, right, that's Dave, pretty... Don't just list games for gold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Dave, before you finish your news piece, have you got any Lego news? Um, no, not this week. I've been looking forward to the Lego news in E3. Uh, I've, I've heard Lego, Lego have got their own conference, like Nintendo Direct. Well, you can guarantee that I will be there uh, watching every single highlight or live newscast that I can find. When Lego stops, uh, starts ceasing to be a company, I'm going to say, is it Lego? <laughs> oh. Yeah, do you get it? Yeah, now, I've just copyrighted that, so if anyone wants to use it, get in contact me. I'm sure it'll be fine, oh. but excellent. Right, so my news story is the actual backtracking, yet again, of Microsoft to remove the Kinect 2.0, or is it 1.0? Was it 1.5? It's 9.3. 9.3. Wow. From all Xbox One bond bundles. So now you can have the option. It's going to be £50 cheaper. It's going to be £349, which brings it in line with the PlayStation 4 um, Solus. So that is brilliant for people that want to. <clears throat> Got a little bit of a joke. Um, they've just dropped support for the Connect. Well, I dropped it as soon as I took it out of the box, into my drawer and closed it. <laughs> no, but seriously, it just lit just in my drawer. I, as soon as I knew that it was starting to do weird things to my console, I took it out. But Gareth, I say this every time we have some Xbox One news, mm-hmm. is that tempting you now? Uh, I'm less tempted. Wow! You're less tempted now it doesn't have a Kinect inside? Yeah. It connects the whole Hi. fucking point. I know what would make it Gareth's ideal console. If they remove the Kinect, uh-huh. the battery, the controller, <laughs> and the and disc drive. And call it something like, I don't know, a Wii. Maybe yeah. then. <laughs> Maybe Gareth, then he'll be uh, don't, interested. Don't make him annoyed. Right, so <laughs> that, that is absolutely fantastic. So everyone can now start saying, oh, I told you that they would backtrack. I told you this. I told you that. But it just makes more sense. If, if it's... You know, you can't release something that's a, as a forced packaged in for you to buy and get behind it if all they've done is really released one standalone game in almost a year now. Uh, there's yeah, there's nothing out there that can't make. Nothing. Yeah, that is but, true. But I think backtracking is the stupidest thing they could do, to be honest. But is it from a big <laughs> point? Yes. Okay. And to be fair, uh, no, I, I agree with Gareth. If you made the mistake, you might as well just go for it and just try to improve the mistake rather than just saying, oh, no, actually, it was a bit crap. Let's take it out. Exactly. Because, I don't think it is that. It, because I think it does make people lose faith in the company a bit mm. because they sit there and just go, oh, again, we disconnect. I think yeah. I wouldn't really have much of an issue with it if the game, the standalone game that we were talking about, was 50 quid. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Isn't it's just it? like... If it was a £30 game, then I'll sit there and go, actually, that would be worth a download. I wouldn't mind playing that, say, with a party of people. But would you have to when be When Rob and all of his friends come round, uh, you know, yeah, and we have a badminton. party. Yeah. Exactly, and all the badminton folk come round. All the badminton crew. Or even better, like, you buy a Wii, Wii Sports is fucking free with it. Straight yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, Gareth's got an issue. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got I was it. quite amazed by the um, Connect Sports demo. Um where you'd ride around on a jet ski and you can like put your hands out and you basically, it's one for one movement. So your character on the screen, even the fingers 
You can put one yeah. finger up, two fingers up, and it just yeah. recognizes that's what you're doing. Yeah, precisely. And it, no, it is, it, like, it's, like you were saying, it's, it, it's very nice. It was very fluid. But when I actually I was actually quite excited until it actually came out and was just like, oh, it's 50 quid. Yeah. Just like, uh, maybe not then. Maybe I'll just buy a Wii because I could probably get one of them for 50 quid. The connect, yeah, the Kinect as it stands is just pure <laughs> potential. Now, there's nothing there yeah. that would make someone go, actually, I want to get the packaged version with the Kinect in it. I'm going to need that Kinect. Unless they actually fully invest some time and money in it to produce games which use it effectively rather than Dead Rising 3 that lets you call zombies towards you. For 14, where every time you swear at the ref, you get a yellow card. Um, But then they count any noise. So I can actually sit there and cheer that he's given someone, but then he'll come up to me and give me a yellow card. Um, Real life. Yeah, but just in Connect, we're talking about yeah. games here. You, just, you, yeah. you keep saying this is a gaming podcast. I'm not talking about my life. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they haven't really invested any money in it. They keep saying that at E3 last year, didn't they, that how great it was and how amazing it's going to be and how many improvements they've made on it. But I hardly ever use it. Like well, you said, you it's a punt of crap. Well, there you go. It's the Connect And Gareth Williams, I'm pretty sure that you've got some news because you're all about the news. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're well, very, you're very um, shady today. It's like it's like you've got some stuff that you don't really want to divulge, and you'd rather keep to yourself until Gaia returns, and you can talk to him about it. It's just because of all these rumors, man. There's so many rumors about everything going around. There is. You're just you're just really on edge. Like these E3 rumors. So here it goes. It looks like somebody got hold of potentially like the running order of the press conferences. Um, don't know how official it is, obviously. Uh, oh but... yeah, I did. I did see that. Yeah, it, it sounded more like uh, if it was me informed guessing. Yeah, well, that's why a lot of it's very believable. So I'll just do the games because yeah. the stuff like in the Microsoft one, there's like a DirectX 12 trailer apparently going to be shown. Oh which, yes, which I don't <laughs> think will happen. But uh, so Microsoft, because they're the first up, apparently they're going to have a demo of Beyond Good and Evil Two. Fable Legends, oh, yeah. Forza Horizon 2, nice. Gears of War 4, mm. Halo 5, no. uh, the new no. Call of Duty, oh. no. Quantum Break, which I think looks no. cool. It's, yeah. yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 3, yes. which I'm that's, looking forward to. That's the only to. one that I'm actually genuinely excited about. No. What about Titanfall DLC? No. Uh, okay. Uh, no. Not really, what, sorry. <laughs> Mm. Rob, I'm not even saying things anymore. Oh, sorry, I was just masturbating. <laughs> I had absolutely nothing to do with what you were saying, Gareth. Ah, do you mind? I... Do you, shall I stop? Yes, please. Yeah, wouldn't mind. Okay. Should I carry on? Uh, yeah, it was getting me going. Okay, so uh, play, apparently playable at the show. Microsoft are going to have Dragon Age Inquisition, EA Sports UFC, Fable Legends, FIFA 15. There you go, some for you there. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, that'll be worth it. It'll be worth a ticket entry <laughs> to play another FIFA game. For Uh-oh. me, that has to look so much better now. <laughs> EA have had a year with the graphics <laughs> engine. They need to get on it. Watch it look exactly the same. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Forza Horizon 2. Nice. Killer Instinct. Yeah. Uh, Madden 15. Middle yeah. Earth Shadow of Mordor, which was that cool Assassin's Creed oh, yeah. looking Lord of the Rings game. Uh, NHL 15, 
Yeah. Hockey's the worst thing in the world. Project <laughs> Spark. Sunset in Overdrive. World. In the world, yeah. Right now. I fucking hate hockey so much. Hockey yeah. comes above terrorism as the worst thing <laughs> in the world. Hockey comes above Guy Whitlock. That's how oh, serious wow. I am. Well, that is some serious <laughs> shit there. Guy, Guy owns his own little section just above terrorism <laughs> that can't even touch him. He's literally so far above it. He's a good few floors above terrorism. Yeah. Guy Whitlock. <laughs> well, he is now. He's in Leeds. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Sunset Overdrive and Quantum Break they're what will be oh. playable so I think yeah no that's a good selection if, if they're all true yeah exactly that's, so you know yeah. Gareth he's probably just spreading rumours well I guess technically I am but they're not my <laughs> rumours well no you're, you're just spreading rumours is that what you used to tell the teacher they're not my rumours <laughs> I've got them off the internet <laughs> Maybe. Right, so on to Sony's press conference. Sony will apparently have uh, trailers for Destiny, which is the Bungie game. Yeah. Drive Club, which I think is a golf game. Is that right? Driving oh, Club? No, no. Yeah, yeah drive, okay. no, drive Club is... um. No, Dave, he was taking the mic. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. I've just literally hit some news. Anyway, carry on. Okay. Okay. Drive Club, but it's not really interesting. All right. <laughs> uh, God of War 4. <laughs> Is rumored, which would be interesting. Uh, infamous Second Son DLC, which uh, who cares? Yeah. Uh, the Order eighteen eighty six, which I don't know if you remember that. That's like some kind of gothic med- steampunk medieval, medieval yeah. Victorian era. Probably won't be very yeah. good. Probably not. Uh, Uncharted Four: The Sunken Blade is apparently. Oh my god! Oh, that sounds I am <laughs> I'm gonna love that game. I will buy a PlayStation Four as soon as that, <laughs> literally as soon as that game comes out. Oh, you actually want? Actually, I, could, I wouldn't blame you for that either. Is that I, I, I <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, I wouldn't. Um, because... oh, I love, I love Uncharted. Yeah. I played. I've never actually fully played an Uncharted game, but my yeah, brother had. Bastard. My char- My brother, I think it was my Uncharted. My child. <laughs> no, my brother. Just leave out. My brother had uh, Enchanted 2 and I played it Enchanted? for about half an hour. There's Enchanted. an Aunt Disney film about princesses you're Am I literally taking place of Guy? Can I say anything about you taking a piss out of me? Well, you just said Enchanted. I said you did. Uncharted. You did. It was Uncharted. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I played it for about 30 minutes and I was hooked. And so, yeah, I, I would actually So what unhooked you to stop you carrying on playing it? Uh, that I didn't have enough money to buy a console and thus the game. Oh, that's a shame. Mm. There we go. You spent it all, all on bloody photography. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's how my <laughs> life was. But we don't blame you, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. You can take a really nice picture. Yeah, I can. You asked me a number of occasions to take pictures of you, but I won't tell the audience. <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely beautiful. So, are we on uh, Sony's... What did we take you away from? Oh yeah, Uncharted Four. Uh, the only thing that was after Uncharted Four is Watch Dogs trailer, but I don't know why they would yeah. have that. So that unless it's going to get delayed again. Maybe that sounds like a lie. That sounds like maybe this. Yeah, isn't 100%. that sounds vicious? It does a bit. Okay, uh, then playable at the uh, at the press conference, they're going to have the new Alien game, Alien Isolation. That looks mm. Really, I think it looks all right. 
Yeah, but then it's an alien game, so you know it's going to be dreadful. Yeah, but the thing is, you could... no, no, Dave, stop being rude. <laughs> you, 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 it's not going to be a E three sort of playable demo on the floor, is it? You're going to have to be on your own in your room, lights turned out, to get the full experience because it's all about the audio and stuff and what you can hear and being stalked. And I don't think you're going to get that on in a busy trade show, to be honest. Yeah, with someone behind you telling you to hurry the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, they'll have the new Batman game, Batman Arkham Knight, which yep. I've heard is like the best looking game a lot of people have ever seen. Oh. So that'll How be many people? Uh, pretty much everyone who's seen it has said it looks unbelievably good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. A game that's been exclusively developed for next generation. That's what I'm hoping from E3 is that we're going to now see that step up of games that don't have to pound or worry about uh, downgrading or downporting to yeah, exactly. this generation. It's going to be like, right, guys, here we are. It's been a year. This is what we have for you now. These are developed yeah. specifically for the next generation. Yep. Uh, Destiny. Again. Yeah, again. Yeah. Destiny again. They're just going to keep throwing. <laughs> Um, is Gaia 4 for the Vita? Yeah. That sounds like Guy. It, it does. It sounds <laughs> like somewhere Guy just came in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here just come in his pants. <laughs> They'll have a, a playable demo for Drive Club, which again, golf. Yeah, there golf. you go, golf. Very, very funny joke, I'm going to keep repeating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, EverQuest Next, which is an MMO, which apparently I'm going to for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you masturbating mm-hmm. again? Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, Lords of the Fallen, which I'm not even sure what that is. Oh. The PS4. Just Fallen. Lords of the Fallen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we just going to leave it at that? Yeah, we're going to leave right, it at that. That's it. I don't, even need, I don't even need to watch the conference now. Literally, you've just built up the hype so much. And I felt like I was actually there. <laughs> I mean, it would be so much better, E3, and so much quicker if some guy, just maybe Gareth, just come out onto the stage and just read from a list, <laughs> and then just went back, and then it went. Yeah. It was over. I'd like that. This is what's happening. Well, I would have looked up what Lords of the Fallen was, but I've only just woken up. So you yeah, have. You could have dreamt about it. A bit selfish. I, I think it's best I don't talk about what my dreams were like. On the oh podcast. yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where was I? Natural Doctrine for the Vita. So if it's a Vita game, yeah. then you don't have to worry about it. You don't need to worry about that. Uh, Planet Side Two for the PS4. You love that game. No, it's a bit oh. rubbish. Uh, <laughs> the Order, eighteen sixty-six. Love it playable. Gareth, oh, you just repeating yourself. <laughs> no, they'll have, they'll have a lot of this. You're just saying again. They'll have trailers for it, and they'll also be playing it. That's what I'm saying. Well, you could have you could have said like, oh, they've got the order, yeah, they've got a playable demo, and they're also going to unveil a trailer for that one. Then we got, see, I'm not telling you how to do your job. Well, that's what it sounds like. Well, it just sounds, Gareth. There's a lot of people out there that says our podcast is too bloody long. So, well, I'm not one of them. So, you're not one of them. Carry on your list, Gareth. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four <laughs> for the PS3. There yeah. Yep. People are excited about, about Ryu and shit still. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. And uh, oh, Watch Dogs for the PS4. There yeah. you go. There's your... There's I've got... Um, do you want to hear about Lords of the Fallen? Yes. What is it? 
I just researched it. Um, do you know that um, game that they kept showing off at the release of the PS4 where they kept showing an old man's face and how graphic it looks and how amazingly detailed it looks? Is it made by the Final Fantasy guys or was that something yeah, else? I, th- oh, I think it is. It looks like it is. But it's pretty much a... They describe it as a challenging action RPG set in a medieval fantasy world ruled by a fallen god where you have to fight formidable lords and generals that command a demonic army to pretty much achieve the goal. So it's pretty much Oblivion. Or, wow. um, or Skyrim, or Dragon or Skyrim, Age, or, or Dragon Lord of the Age. Rings. Yeah, the, pretty much the same old thing. But the game looks pretty good from the screencast that I see. Alright, well we'll reserve judgment So that's on that, quite exciting. We could be snarky about it, but we'll... Yeah. Fair enough. Alright, so that's Sony. That's alright. Awesome. Anything from Nintendo? You want to carry the list off? (laughs) Go on, you keep this going, Gareth. We've got another two hours. Alright, well, the Nintendo thing, because they're not having a proper press conference, it'll just be them just with stuff playable, apparently. In the Nintendo treehouse, according to this list. So there you go. That's take kiddies to the Nintendo Treehouse oh. um, Bayonetta or 2 if you don't have any <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry there's a fucking idiot like, an ice cream van yeah the thing is Gareth he keeps playing this Christmas jingle of hers in my true love games and me five gold rings get a life or get a new tune I don't want to listen to it every night around this time he comes who wants ice cream at 8 o'clock at night when it's just been raining <laughs> I mean, he really needs to get his target audience sorted out because he thinks he can go around playing his Christmas tune. People are gonna come out and buy a bloody ice cream off him, and I don't want to talk because he's gonna just start playing his bloody jingle again. All right, well we can, we can wait. It's fine. Probably cut most of the stuff out. Nah, keep it in. The longer the better. That's what she said. Oh Was she your mum? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's she gave me some advice. Right. Is he gone? Yeah, he's gone now. Okay. He's just he's realised it's not Christmas and he's <laughs> Anyway, why would you have a Christmas jingle? Because you wouldn't be selling ice cream around Christmas time. So there's no need for it. Maybe he just there. got it dead cheap. <laughs> Maybe it was sold out everywhere else. <laughs> right, so that is brilliant. Uh Jay Z was attacked in a lift by I'm the I'm not done. Oh sorry, carry on reading the list. <laughs> Jesus Fucking God. hell, this is longer than Schindler's list. <laughs> that was about three hours. It's a good joke. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bayonetta 2. Right, that's still happening. That's cool. Yeah. We all yeah. enjoyed the first Bayonetta, yeah? Well, mm-hmm. it happened so many years ago, yeah, I can't Dave. forgot what it was like. Dave, shh. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm carrying on with his list. <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night 2 for the 3DS, mm-hmm. which actually be pretty cool. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is the Dynasty Warriors Zelda thing. Again, guy just creamed somewhere. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Which what, I, wait, I another think, Mario Kart? Yeah, I think it looks terrible as well. Fucking hell. So, that is definitely something that I was not expecting. Is that sarcasm? Yes, that is sarcasm. Good one. <laughs> um, well, the sign for 8 is infinity, and I can pretty much tell that everyone thinks that as well. <laughs> It's never going to end. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for the 3DS. Oh, that would be amazing for those Japanese people who played the others. Yeah, that'll make Nintendo like a billion dollars in Japan. So good for them. Uh, 
Pokken fighters? Not Pokemon, according to this. Pokken. Pokken. Mm. Pokken. Right, that sounds confusing. It does, so we're just going to skip past it. Sonic right, cool. Boom for the 3DS and the Wii U. Remember that? Cool. Sonic wears like a handkerchief around his neck, knuckles his right. Oh, yeah, up. I remember that. That was on Valentine's Day, wasn't it, Gareth? It was. Never forget. Never forget. So romantic. Um, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U and 3DS. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Main event for anyone else or just me? Well, no, that, just... I am quite excited about that to see what it's like, but I don't own a Wii U, so I'll never play it, so there'll be a part of me that dies inside. Oh. Well, just buy one specifically for Smash Bros. Yeah, but then that's spending a significant amount of money on a game which I won't really play on my own or enjoy playing on my own. That's what Rob's if you there for. Any part of your insides die, which part would it be? Um, probably the part which holds hopes and dreams for Nintendo. Okay, which we were is all born with. Yeah, exactly. We're all born with that because yeah. obviously the first console that you play is a Game Boy. That's yes. a fact. So you obviously always have hopes and dreams for the one that you love. Thank but you. It endlessly just um, dies the more that person disappoints you. Thank you. Right, so Gareth, you want to carry on with your list? Okay, we're nearly there. Nearly there. Excellent. Uh, for the 3DS, Theatrhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Okay, no one's got a Yeah, no, for that. I ain't got a clue. That. Uh, for the Wii U, Xenogears Origins. Uh, Again. People are big fans of Xenoblade, but I'm not. Oh. I, I don't know what that is. And the main event for the Wii U, The Legend of Zelda: Shard of Nightmare. Wow, that is it. That's that's what everyone's waiting for. That's that is worth yeah. sitting through 25 minutes of me reading these lists out. <laughs> Just that—that that was the crescendo. Uh, yep. Yeah. What there could be? Yeah, nothing that's going to fill that. Uh, for that now. Could you please now start going through the lists of last year's E3 entrance? Uh, no. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's... <laughs> but join Gareth next week where he'll be reading his shopping list of what he's bought that week. Right, so Jay-Z was attacked in a lift by Beyonce's sister, which is pretty rude. I guess that is just one of his 99 problems. But talking of problems, the official Sunset Overdrive trailer was released this week and what a beautiful game it is mm. it's looking absolutely fantastic and a lot of people have been saying it plays a lot like Tony Hawk's yeah. cool have you heard any rumours about that Gareth? Uh, no I just think like that uh, trailer looks a bit like a Fanta advert yeah it does <laughs> Do you, what was your favourite one was it uh, Belly's Gonna Get Ya or did you like that uh, You've Been Tango the Happy Slaps that's Tango mate that's not Fanta yeah I suppose it's just after listening to that list, it's just brought me down. What? It's news. <laughs> what do you want from me? News I'm not John form. Snow. I can't if, make the news exciting. Do, if you do anything in list form, it automatically makes it less interesting. We need to get Maybe Trevor McDonald on here to read that yeah. list out. Even Trevor McDonald couldn't make a list interesting. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's video game music time. Uh, this week the track was picked by uh, our co-host uh, David Ellery, so if you have any complaints be sure to send them along to him. Uh, if you want to suggest your own track for future weeks, 
you can uh, tweet me at, at GameBanter or go onto the GameBanter website and just uh, leave a comment somewhere uh, letting me know what song you would like to hear or email me, anything like that's fine. And you could have your song played on today's podcast, much like Dave. So Dave's choice of song is from Halo 3 and it's Never Forget. So with the run-up to E3 fast approaching, it's just over, well, I think it is exactly a month today, uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favourite E3 moments from past E3 shows. Uh, it's a lot to get excited about this year, but we're going to be taking a look back every week. Myself and Gareth uh, will be talking about games from the past, and Guy, well, he probably will try it, won't need to talk about something. He probably won't even know what E3 is, bless him. 
probably think is some kind of robot. But um, anyway, my personal favourite uh, was Uncharted 2 because I played Uncharted 1, thought it was absolutely brilliant. But with Uncharted 2, I couldn't, I couldn't quite take in what I was seeing. I thought it was a cutscene. Uh, because the first time I saw it, I thought it was genuinely a cutscene. Uh, and it starts off on top of the buildings, and you get this attack helicopter kind of come up to Nate, and he's on a bridge, and it starts shooting the bridge down, and you run across it, and then he's starting to run along the edge of the building. And as he's going, uh, it's shooting all the bridges away, shooting up uh, all the platforms and the ledges, and it, he's scrambling. And it was just the animation as he was trying to catch up and grab onto things, and he had the woman with him as well. Uh, then they start fighting across rooftops. The next minute you're fighting in a building, and you're behind cover shooting, and then you see the attack chopper come up at the window, blast uh, two missiles into the building, and it just starts collapsing, and you're still fighting as it's collapsing. And for me, that was just took cinematic gaming to another level. And it just that's why I'm so excited to see Uncharted 4. I don't know if you two remember seeing that at all. Yeah, no, like I said, I wasn't really... Uh, I didn't really catch on to the hype of Uncharted until quite late. But when I was looking back towards it, like you just, the reaction that you just explained was yeah, exactly the same. Like I was sitting there just going, is this actually a game or am I watching a cutscene? Like this can't be this good and this engaging as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've like I said, I've, I haven't played many of them. I've only played about 30 minutes of Uncharted 2 and uh, I really need to collect them but I'm just never going to buy a console. I'll be honest, I'm never going to buy a PlayStation. I think it's worth showing out £100 on a pre-owned PlayStation. Seriously, and Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. And I think There's for that, other games just, as well. there is other games, but if you haven't experienced, like, the last. Have you you've played The Last of Us, surely? I haven't actually played The Last of Us either. Mate, you, the first thing you need to do is just go out and get yourself a PlayStation, beg, steal, or borrow, and just get those games. And I'm sure Gareth can attest. Uh, I can definitely need, attest. This is something, to... as a gamer, yeah. The Last of Us by itself is worth it, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, that's a oh. Now, now I'm tempted. Now I'm tempted to look at one and just go, oh. No, no, that's at least, no, that's at least four level. games. No, that's what I'm saying. On a serious level, that's on. That's four games now that I can actually play. Yeah. And they're not. They're not short games. They're not like four hour long. They're no. massive expanses. Yeah. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. If, if if one comes up cheap enough, I might be extremely tempted to buy one. So, yeah. I'll keep my eyes out. Right. So Gareth, you. Past uh, E3s, have you got a game that sticks out? Um, the f- my first real introduction to any kind of E3 was um, I used to read a magazine called NGC Magazine. Yeah. Um, Nintendo GameCube, right? Yeah, yeah. It changed from N64 to NGC. Yeah. And they brought Actually, out. That. Yeah, it was an awesome magazine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. I think I think I was subscribed to it at one point. Yeah, me too. It's just one of my favorite magazines of all time, and um. They brought out a disc with all the stuff that had been announced at E3, all the trailers and stuff. And this was sort of like before I had internet, so it was kind of a huge deal. Oh, mate, don't talk to me about gaming discs. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. I've got a drawer <laughs> full of gaming discs. Yeah. Because I used to run, I used to get so excited, especially after E3, when you didn't have access to the internet, and you just watch all these trailers and you'd be like, oh. wow. Yeah. 
So it was yeah. it was that, but it was that um that first GameCube Legend of Zelda tech demo where it's Link fighting Ganon, and yeah. it's like a 3D CG thing, um, and that was like the most exciting thing I'd ever seen. It it ended up that the game wasn't even close to that. The game they ended up bringing out was Wind Waker, which oh, was yeah. a million miles away from the thing they released. <laughs> but that clip of Link fighting Ganon in like awesome graphics, I must have watched like. 50 times in a row. Yeah. That was my most exciting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember now whether I saw that clip because Wind Waker for me was one of the best games that I played on GameCube. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I love I that. I couldn't game. put it down, but I think I remember what you mean is that the game, the final product, looked nothing like what it advertised as when it first Not was shown. Um, and I think I am. I'm getting. Yeah, I think I can see it. What's that, actually... Dave? No, I'm saying I, I'm saying yeah. that um, I'm, I I um, I remember what Gareth's on about. Like I, I remember that trailer. Yeah, what the like, Ganondorf one. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So Dave, you, I'm sure you've seen enough videos in your lifetime to open up your own <laughs> video store. But what was your favourite? I'm, I'm I'm actually surprised you didn't uh, land some sort of undiscreet porno reference there. No, uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Stop trying to drag us down with you. Um, for me, the one the um, the one that I really got excited about was um, the Metal Gear Rising in um, two thousand. No, twenty ten was the one. Different. Yeah, different. Yeah, it it was twenty ten, wasn't it? Are you talking about the original reveal? Yeah, yeah, the original reveal. Yeah, uh, not, yeah, not the twenty, yeah, not the twenty twelve one where they actually went. Oh, this is what the game's going to look like. Yeah. Where it was a short. It wasn't. It was only about forty seconds of um, what they could or what they were playing with with the new engine, and especially with the new um, like slow mo sword control. You yeah. can cut whatever you want. But oh, at yeah. that time, they were advertising more of a Metal Gear Solid Four um, esque game where you would yeah. run around as Raiden, but in his ninja suit, and uh, and really like see the game from his point of view. But um, then Kojima just came in up. one day and said, We're not Oh, actually, doing no, this. we don't want to do that. Yeah. Let's um, create a Dead Right, uh, what's the name, a Dev May Cry ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> it was just awful, the end product in the end. Well, I, they, they I, didn't, announced, I didn't enjoy it. They announced that game like three years before it came out, yeah, didn't exactly. they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. In, in 2010 was the one where they actually fully... Um, was the first reveal mm. and then in 2012 where they said oh this game's coming out in 2013 it just, just looked dreadful <laughs> it just really did yeah. I was in there going that's not what you promised two years ago that's not even remotely what you promised two years ago they they even took the clip from the 2010 where he was cutting melons <laughs> that's now a training simulator <laughs> and they showed it on the 2012 release and just going look how much it's improved and like you look at them and just go it hasn't, has it? If anything, the 2010 one looks more promising than this 2012 one. Um, but yeah, that's the one where I really got excited about it because it, at that time I just completed Metal Gear Solid 4 and mm. seeing Raiden from being an absolute pussy in number two to now being like this awesome ninja cyborg assassin. You're sitting there going, yes, all I want to do is run around and, you know, assassinate people in a Metal Gear Solid style lifetime and actually give him a valid story for why he is a cyborg and etc. etc. But, yeah, it just never came to pass. So mm. that's the one I was excited about, but I fundamentally got disappointed about. 
There you go. But yeah. I'm sure that this this year's E3 is going to create a lot of beautiful memories. Yeah. And, you know, I'm always, always excited about E3 because it is like Christmas if you're a gamer and you can start seeing yeah, what definitely. it is. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so that's going to be fantastic, hopefully. Yeah, like you said, though, it literally does, like, form my future Christmas lists where you sit yeah. there and go, you kind of sift through because they give you so much information and gaming always gives you so much news that you sit there and E3 allows you to sift through the stuff that you're not really interested in and just go, actually, that one, that one, and that one. I'm going to track your progress until the game's released and it really does give you something to focus on. So I am I am generally excited to see what's... And like you said before, what comes out in the next generation because I want to see what they can do with the graphics. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the most exciting things, isn't it? What's cool about it as well is that because they have the show floor as well. Like I remember um, the year God of War came out and was a big deal. wasn't really a big deal at any press conference, press conferences or anything. Like it was just at the show floor and people were playing it. Like holy shit, what is this game? Why aren't Sony talking about this? And it was sort of the dark horse. Like when it came out, people were kind of blown away by it. Yeah, I look. I always look forward to hearing about those things where, like, you listen to podcasts of people at E3, and they're always like, "Hey, have you guys seen this thing? It's behind this display on in hall, whatever." Yeah, and then like those kind of uh, dark horses that get created, they're probably my favorite thing. Mm. Well, yeah, they just spread by word of mouth rather yeah. than just being in your face. People just say there's something about that game, and then someone else will play it and say, "Yeah, I exactly. can I can vouch for that." Which is basically what happened with Batman and stuff like that. The original. Arkham Asylum, yep. where people just yeah. expecting shit, and then you start hearing mumblings of, you know what, it is actually <laughs> yeah, pretty this game's decent. Gonna be, this game's going to like change. But it's just that first person who's got the balls games. to come out and make yeah. that statement without the fear of, oh, this could actually turn out to be crap. Yeah. But anyway, that is E3. E3's coming again, <laughs> and so am I. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> And so is Guy, no doubt. And so is Guy, <laughs> no doubt, sitting there in this Skype call doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> but on to what have we been playing? Well, I think it is exactly a month today. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favourite E3 moments from past E3 shows. Uh, it's a lot to get excited about this year, but we're going to be taking a look back every week. Myself and Gareth uh, will be talking about games from the past, and Guy... Well, he probably will try it, won't need to talk about something. He probably won't even know what E3 is, blessing. Probably think it's some kind of robot. But um, anyway, my personal favourite uh, was Uncharted 2. Because I played Uncharted 1, thought it was absolutely brilliant. But with Uncharted 2, I couldn't, I couldn't quite take in what I was seeing. I thought it was a cutscene. Uh, because the first time I saw it, I thought it was genuinely a cutscene. Uh, and it starts off on top of the buildings, and you get this attack helicopter kind of come up to Nate, and he's on a bridge, and it starts shooting the bridge down, and you run across it, and then he's starting to run along the edge of a building. And as he's going, uh, it's shooting all the bridges away, it's shooting up uh, all the platforms and the ledges, and it, he's scrambling. And it was just the animation as he was trying to catch up and grab onto things, and he had the woman with him as well. Uh, then they start fighting across rooftops. The next minute you're fighting in a building, and you're behind cover shooting, and then you see the chat chopper come up at the window, blasts uh, two missiles into the building, and it just starts collapsing, and you're still fighting as it's collapsing. 
And for me, that was just took cinematic gaming to another level. And it just that's why I'm so excited to see Uncharted 4. I don't know if you two remember seeing that at all. Yeah, no, like I said, I wasn't really... Uh, I didn't really catch on to the hype of Uncharted until quite late. But when I was looking back towards it, like you just, the reaction that you just explained was, yeah, exactly the same. That like I was sitting there going, is this actually a game, or am I watching a cutscene? Like this can't be this good and this engaging as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've like I said, I've, I haven't played many of them. I've only played about thirty minutes of Uncharted Two, and uh, I really need to collect them. But I'm just. Never going to buy a console. I'll be honest, I'm never going to buy a PlayStation. I think it's worth showing out £100 on a pre-owned PlayStation. Seriously. And Uncharted 1, 2 and 3. And I think There's for that 100 as well. There is other games, but if you haven't experienced like the last... Have you you've played The Last of Us, surely? I haven't actually played The Last of Us either. Mate, you, the first thing you need to do is just go out and get yourself a PlayStation, beg still or borrow, and just get those games. And I'm sure Gareth can attest. Uh, I can definitely this attest is something, to... As a gamer, yeah. The Last of Us by itself is worth it, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, that's a... Oh. Now, now I'm tempted. Now I'm tempted to look at one and just go, oh, no, no, that's at least, hey, that's at least four level. games. No, that's what I'm saying. On a serious level, that's on, That's four games now that I can actually play. Yeah. And they're not, they're not short games. They're not like four hour long. They're no. massive expanses. Yep. Yeah. Tempted, tempted. If, if if one comes up cheap enough, I might be extremely tempted to buy one. So yeah. I'll keep my eyes out. All right. So Gareth, you past uh, E freeze. Have you got a game that sticks out? Um, the my first real introduction to any kind of E three was um, I used to read a magazine called NGC magazine. Yeah. Um, Nintendo GameCube, right? Yeah, yeah. It changed from N sixty four to NGC. Yeah. And they brought sure. out. Yeah, it was an awesome magazine. Yeah, uh, it was. I think I think I was subscribed to it at one point. Yeah, me too. It's just one of my favourite magazines of all time. And um, they brought out a disc with all the stuff that had been announced at E3, all the trailers and stuff. And this was sort of like before I had internet, so it was kind of a huge deal. Oh, mate, don't talk to me about gaming discs. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. I've got a drawer <laughs> full of gaming discs. Yeah. Because I used to run, I used to get so excited, especially after E3, when you didn't have access to the internet, and you just watch all these trailers, and you'd be like, "Wow!" Yeah. So it was it yeah. was that, but it was that um, that first GameCube Legend of Zelda tech demo where it's Link fighting Ganon, and yeah. it's like a 3D CG thing, um, and that was like the most exciting thing I'd ever seen. It it ended up that the game wasn't even close to that. The game they ended up bringing out was Wind Waker, which oh, was yeah. a million miles away from the thing they released. <laughs> but that clip of Link fighting Ganon in like awesome graphics I must have watched like 50 times in a row yeah that was my most exciting thing I've ever seen yeah I'm, I'm trying to remember now whether I saw that clip because Wind Waker for me was one of the best games that I played on GameCube oh yeah me like, too I, just, I, love I couldn't game. put it down but I think I remember what you mean is that the game the final product looked nothing like what it advertised as when it first Not was shown close. um and I think I am. I'm getting. Yeah, I think I can see it. What's the matter, Dave? No, I'm saying. I'm saying that. I'm saying yeah. that um, I'm, I. I. Um, I remember what Gareth's on about. Like I remember that trailer. 
Yeah, what the Ganondorf one. Yeah. 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 So, Dave, you, I'm sure you've seen enough videos in your lifetime to open up your own (laughs) video store. But what was your favourite? I'm I'm, I'm actually surprised you didn't uh, land some sort of undiscreet porno reference there. No, Uh... Dave, because that's disgusting. Stop trying to drag us down with you. Um, For me, the one, the... um... The one that I really got excited about was um, the Metal Gear Rising in um, 2000. No, How 2010 was the one. Different. Yeah, different. Yeah, it, it was 2010, wasn't it? Are you talking about the original reveal? Yeah, yeah, the original reveal. Yeah, uh, not, yeah, not the 20, yeah, not the 2012 one where they actually went, "Oh, this is what the game's going to look like." Yeah. Where it was a short. It wasn't. It was only about 40 seconds of um, what they could or what they were playing with with the new engine and especially with the new um like slow-mo sword control you can cut whatever you want but at that time they were advertising more of a metal gear solid 4 um esque game where you would run around as vaden but in his ninja suit and uh and really like see the game from his point of view but Um, then kojima just came in one day and said we're oh, actually, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Let's um, create a Dead right, uh, what's name? A Death May Cry rip-off. Yeah. <laughs> it was just awful, the end product, in the end. Well, I, they, I, they did, announced, I didn't enjoy it. They announced that game, like, three years before it came out, yeah, didn't exactly. they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. In, in 2010 was the one where they actually fully um, was the first reveal. Mm. And... Then in 2012, where they said, "Oh, this game's coming out in 2013," it just looked dreadful. <laughs> it just really did. Yeah. I was in there going, "That's not what you promised two years ago. That's not even remotely what you promised two years ago." They they even took the clip from the 2010 where he was cutting melons. <laughs> That's now a training simulator, and they showed it on the 2012 release and just going, "Look how much it's improved." And like you look at them, and just go. It hasn't, has it? If anything, the 2010 one looks more promising than this 2012 one. Um, but yeah, that's the one where I really got excited about it because it, at that time I just completed Metal Gear Solid 4 and mm. seeing Raiden from being an absolute pussy in number two to now being like this awesome ninja cyborg assassin, you're sitting there going, yes, all I want to do is run around and, you know, assassinate people in a Metal Gear Solid style lifetime and actually give him a valid story for why he is a cyborg and et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, it just never came to pass. So mm. that's the one I was excited about but I fundamentally got disappointed about. There you go. <sighs> but but yeah. I'm sure that this, this year's E3 is going to create a lot of beautiful memories Yes. And, you know, I'm always, always excited about E3 because it is like Christmas if you're a gamer and you can start seeing yeah, what definitely. it is. Yeah, mm. and, uh, yeah, so that's going to be fantastic, hopefully. Yeah, like you said, though, it, it literally does, like, form my future Christmas lists where you sit yeah. there and go, you kind of sift through because they give you so much information and gaming always gives you so much news that you sit there and E3 allows you to sift through the stuff that you're not really interested in and just go, actually, that one, that one, and that one. I'm going to track your progress until the game's released. And it really does give you something to focus on. So I am I am generally excited to see what's... And like you said before, what comes out in the next generation. Because I want to see what they can do with the graphics. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the most exciting things, isn't it? What's cool about it as well is that because they have the show floor as well. Like, I remember um, the year God of War came out and was a big deal. It wasn't really a big deal at any press conference 
press conferences or anything. Like it was just at the show floor, and people were playing it. Like holy shit, what is this game? Why oh, yeah. aren't Sony talking about this? And it was sort of the dark horse. Like when it came out, people were kind of blown away by it. Yeah, I look. I always look forward to hearing about those things where, like, you listen to podcasts of people at E3, and they're always like, "Hey, have you guys seen this thing? It's behind this display on in hall, whatever." Yeah, and then, like those kind of uh, dark horses that get created. They're probably my favorite thing. Mm. Well, yeah, they just spread by word of mouth rather yeah. than just being in your face. People just say there's something about that game, and then someone else will play it and say, "Yeah, I exactly. can I can vouch for that." Which is basically what happened with Bat- Batman and stuff like that. The original. Arkham Asylum, yep. where people just yeah. expecting shit, and then you start hearing mumblings of, you know what, it is <laughs> this, actually this, yeah, pretty this decent. This game's gonna like change, but it's just that first person who's got the games. balls to come out and make yeah. that statement without the fear of, oh, this could actually turn out to be crap. Yeah. But anyway, that is E3. E3 is coming again, <laughs> and so am I. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> And so is Guy, no doubt. And so is Guy, no doubt, sitting there in this Skype call doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> but on to what have we been playing? Okay, so as gamers, we do like to play games. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Um, this week, I have been mostly playing uh, God of War, as Gareth said. Mm. Uh, it has been re-released on the PS Vita. Uh, a nice price of nineteen ninety-nine. I don't nice. think I would have bought it at anything more. Because uh, I remember... Uh, it's a weird story in how it's all fitted together, really. And I'd say it's a bit Disney-esque. Um, I was on the toilet. Past... <laughs> so many Disney films start that way. Or finish. Uh, they finish that way. I was on the toilet reading an interview with, is it Jaff or Jaffe? Jaffe, I think. David Jaffe, uh, where he was speaking about the creation of God of War. And he was saying how he wanted to create a game where the gameplay uh, and the visuals still stand up to today under scrutiny. And I was sitting on the toilet saying, yeah, right, David, Jaffe, whatever you say, I think it would be pretty crap. And I've just uh, recently set up my games room to have all of my lovely new consoles, uh, not new, old, uh, with a nice CRB television uh, I found outside. I was—I think I said that last week, didn't I, about wishing for a TV and then it just appearing outside. <laughs> So I took that. Hopefully it wasn't a delivery for someone. Uh, <laughs> and then I went on to Amazon. Yep, I'm still using that. Uh, I'll be coming up with another review later on in the show. Um, bought myself some SCART adapters. And I sat down to play God of War on the PlayStation 2. And I thought, you know what? This actually still plays very well. It's still very precise. Still very immediate. And the timing is still great. So... I downloaded it on the PSV. I dusted the old Vita off, didn't I? Uh, thought to myself, this is potential, which is what the PSV is all about. Uh, when I turn on my Vita, uh, it's a special occasion. It's like a console from the future that's not ready yet. Like it's a 
prototype waiting for games. But until then, I will use it to play ports of old PlayStation 2 games. And, you know, it's still brilliant. I play it on my bus ride to work and from work, um, looking over my shoulder sometimes to make sure that no one is going to mug me. Uh, and it just still plays brilliantly today. You know, the, the combat is smooth and slick, fast. Uh, it's got a real good feeling to it. And I didn't think it would be as good as it has been. And, you know, for for a Vita game, it, it's good. It's, it's got everything that I would need, everything that I want uh, in a game. Um and I would definitely recommend it if you've got a Vita like me and, you know, you're kind of giving up on the games that are coming out for it. Uh, like Borderlands 2 is coming out, I think it's next week or the end of this week. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, do I bother going for that? Because I won't be able to port my save across because I played it on the 360. I'd have to start all over again. But there is, there's these kind of games that are coming out now that you think, mm, maybe these should have sort of come out at the beginning of the Vita's life. But it's, I don't know if it's a sad story or it's a sad dawn ahead that people are kind of pulling across games now where that sort of stuff is surely something that happens at the beginning of the console's life. And it's like they're just trying to get content on it now. They're just, these last few drops of games that are coming out are, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite upsetting that they are, like Borderlands 2, should I be getting excited about that? Probably not. But it's literally, you're looking for, oh, I liked Borderlands 2. Uh, yeah, I think I'll get that. Um, that's that's yeah. that's really good. Uh, that's basically most of what I've been playing this week. I've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, like I said last week. That's still absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I haven't really played much. But you have, haven't you, Gareth? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. And is there a particular game that you have played? Dragon Uh, Age, the original. The original Dragon Age, Dragon Age Origins, because it was £5 on Steam for the Ultimate Edition this weekend. There we go. Hold up well, does it? Yeah, really well. I played it on the um, the 360 a couple of years ago and didn't really get into it. So I kind of, I was like, five quid. I've not really got anything to play right now. I'll just buy this and I'll play a few hours. And then I've—it's been all I've played for like five days. It's very, very good. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Hi there. Hi there, oh. Gareth. Well, we're still on? here. We're just okay. listening so intently. Everything yeah. went that weird quiet where it sounds like <laughs> there's absolutely nothing on the other end. Nothing going on. Uh, Gareth, would you be able to list some of the uh, some of your favourite moments in Dragon Age? For my favourite moments, um, yeah. well, all the women in it are very attractive. There we go, so you flower. Like, did you get on all of them? I'm a, I'm a woman myself. Oh yes, did you get on all of them? Not yet, it takes a long time, man. You can't just jump straight in there, no. literally. It's not yeah. a mass effect. No. Well, they're made or, by the same people. So it, and it if kind it was a, a Nintendo game, you wouldn't be able to <laughs> anyway. Why is that relevant? <laughs> because they don't allow same-sex in games, do they? Oh, I see what you see? Yeah, come on. Yeah, all right. Oh, nice. Flashback. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a lady elf. And yeah. Uh, elves what about are... the game, Gareth? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, elves are sort of uh, seen as sort of second-class citizens, so everyone's been a bit racist towards oh. me. Oh, dear. But because I'm, like, some badass mage yeah. they're like oh an elf what are you doing here and I'm like 
say it again. And yeah, like, right. oh, I... sorry, I didn't notice you were a mate. So it's like, it's pretty fun, like, being a minority who everyone looks down on. But then I'm going just... to be a minority! Jesus. that song playing in the background? Yeah, it does, funnily enough. <laughs> Non-stop throughout my entire 40-odd hours has just been that song. The chorus, specifically. Just on repeat. Just on on. Nothing annoying about those tricks at all. No. <laughs> so I can just imagine every time you enter into a town, just Green Day blares with your screen. That was making excellent. And you're just like, oh fuck's sake, I don't want to be in here quick. <laughs> oh, that would be hell. But um, I think I couldn't get onto it when it was on the Xbox because it didn't control very well with the controller. Oh, I heard that a lot actually. Yeah, they yeah. said it was like quite um, almost sticky, as if you tried to uh, move him. <laughs> And, like, he would... Oh, I don't know how to describe it. He Moving would, uh, in treacle. <laughs> yeah, like, he would take ages. Like, he, he didn't really have much of a response time. Yeah, you never really felt in control. Yeah. So, it was, like... It was, basically, it's, like, sort of fantasy Mass Effect. Except in Mass Effect, because it's so action-y, playing it's actually good as well. Whereas, like, on the PC now, I've got my fantasy Mass Effect, and I can control it well, because it's... You need to use a lot of tactics. There's a lot of, like, every three seconds or so you have to pause the gameplay, switch to another character, pick what they're going to do. Um, otherwise, you'll just die in fights really quickly. So yeah. I'm having a lot of fun in the battles, and I'm enjoying, A, romancing the sexy priest chick. Oh, yes. And uh, B, like, just all the drama and shit that's going on in this fantasy world. Which so, is probably rumours that you've started. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shit spreading by Gareth. You know how right. I do. So you've been playing uh, another game uh, where you main as. <laughs> I main as Lux as a support. Yeah. We're gonna keep this joke going. Are we? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, I'm not the best support, so I've been practicing quite a lot, trying to earn enough money to get my uh, last ability quintessence. But I don't need to tell you about that. Obviously. No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, me and Rob are well versed in the quintessence. Yes. You actually pronounced that right. I'm genuinely yes. shocked somebody pronounced that right first time. Go on, well Dave. Done. Well done. Dave, you're hard. I'm well hard. <laughs> well, you so Dave, you, have you been doing anything other than rage quitting on FIFA? Um, surprisingly, I've been playing uh, As You Should Know, Rob. Yes. Because you have seen my video on YouTube. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Ultimate Team uh, this week. Um, which has been quite... So, just to get a background story, Dave is one of these knob ends that <laughs> plays uh, Ultimate Team whilst recording himself. In uh, some yeah. kind of show of vanity. Um, yeah. Do you record and yourself you... opening the packs? Yeah, and then saying... Um, no, we actually don't. <laughs> yeah, and then we just... <laughs> I've got an eyeball and stuff like that. i got Charizard somehow. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am one of those knob ends. <laughs> Yes, I do play with my brother and he's best mate. Um, yes, I am enjoying it and I don't, and I'm not scared to admit that. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. It adds a new sense of competition to the game because, quite honestly, it was mundane and boring playing it on your own. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, uh, I've been carrying on with South Park, The Stick of Truth. Oh, I yeah, just. I just yeah, I just went down to the sewers, completed Mr. Hankey's quest to find his little shit nuggets. Oh. Um, 
which which has been hilariously fun. I'll be honest. I've been loving it absolutely every second of it. You love shit nuggets. Uh, I do love shit nuggets. Um, <laughs> but um, also going down the retro path with you, Rob, is that um, you. let's I, go down that path, Dave. Should we go down that path? But um, I must warn you that once you start down this path, there is no return. Precisely. I really do feel... Not as retro as you, though, Rob. I have not stretched as far back as PlayStation 2. Okay. But um, I um, picked up Skate 2 again. Oh, I love Skate 2. Oh, Let's talk about Skate 2. On, so on the 360, I picked up again because I was watching a couple of YouTube videos where these guys played it um, and were just doing... Whilst recording themselves. Yeah, but they were just doing like the funny glitches and they were like doing... Oh, do you remember... We played that glitch? once, didn't we? Because I got it. And then I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted it. to stand around talking. Yeah, and we actually, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was sitting there was going, start the game. Uh, yeah, because like, no, you I just said, <laughs> are you ready to start? And then I said, no, I just want to talk. So we literally just stood there with our skateboards in our hands, just literally talking on our headsets about how our day had been. And everyone else was just getting more and more stressed out, which was rude. <laughs> and I said, come on, this is like a social game where this is the hub. If me and Dave want to just hang out and have a talk, we can. Just chill here, and they're like, no, I want to beat you. I'm just like, Why, where's the competition coming from? Yeah. Like, we just kept talking. Yeah, well, well, you don't do that in real life. You're not that absurd and rude. Yeah. If there's two people talking, you don't start going on at them that you want to skate them. Honestly, I don't want to skate them. I don't <laughs> want to play skate. Yeah. Fuck off. Um, but yeah, because I was watching those videos, and they were like, oh, do you remember that you could do this on skate too? And like, they were showing all the glitches. It just made me really want to play it again. So I picked up... Uh, because I still have it in my collection, put it in, started a new career, and like Rob said, it plays the exact same. It's it's so fluid, and honestly, one of the best skating games I think I've... I think it is the best. I'm not even going to say one of the best. It is the best skating game I think I've ever played in my life. Yeah, I agree with um, that. Absolutely fantastic. I still love doing the challenges, and if anything now... Because I know how to complete the challenges, you sit there and just go, oh, here's a photo shoot. You do it endlessly until you get like yourself doing the most awesome trick that you can do. But I don't I mind think what a lot of... Sorry, Dave. Can I just interject? Please interject. Here comes the interject. Um, I think that when we think back on Xbox 360 games and stuff, we expect them to age, but they don't. Because mm. the developers now down gameplay a lot earlier in the generation than we think and basically what it is it's just minimal updates now and improves improving graphics that's basically what they're aiming for and a lot of the games released around skate 2's time you'll find are actually very fluid and more fluid than you probably expect and that's yeah. because we haven't moved on we think we have but we haven't yeah no, Go no ahead, i agree Dave. with you because everyone's everyone's now is like you said about the graphics is going for the wow factor yeah, like in E3, no doubt that FIFA FIFA 15 is going to look absolutely amazing compared to FIFA, you know, 14. Thank you. But they're pretty much just going to be like, oh, look how amazing it looks, but it will play the exact same. It won't feel any different. Mm-hmm. And after about say a week of playing the game, you won't notice whether you're playing FIFA 15 or 14 until you go yeah. back to a previous edition. Um, but yeah, like you said, with Skate 2, I'm sitting there and it's going, it's fluid, you can s- tell that they've spent so long on the gameplay. The online is still populated to the point. really? Yeah, to be fair, I, I, it didn't take me as long as I expected it to. Okay. To join a, um, a rant, I, I lost because everyone's been playing a shitload longer than I have. <laughs> but, you know, to join yeah. in, like, say, a, a simple game of, like, say, um, 
skate or um, where you do your runs and you have to own the spot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like it did, it only took like say a minute or so to join a game and you're fully you know you're fully packed out. Um, so people are still playing it. People are still loving it, regardless if Skate Three is still out. Everyone just was like, actually, this is no better than Skate Two. If anything, it's worse. It's you know yeah. the mechanics are less fluid. It felt I felt Skate Three was a lot more um, cartoony. Yeah, it, it felt it felt a lot more cartoony, and it felt a lot, a lot more of the um, oh let's break each other's bones and let's be stupid rather than yeah I don't know. With Skate 2, you felt like, oh, I felt like there was still a bit of a serious factor that you felt like, actually, this could exist. But then it was just like, oh, break your bones against the wall. And, like, you know, you I've seen some yourself. crazy videos of people yeah. down by the, uh, what was it, the reservoir and stuff like that, and the canal. Oh, yeah, the dam. And the, yeah, yeah, people just jump, go laying down and just catapulting off it. <laughs> yeah, you can do, like, a coffin down, and then if you um, jump off... The, as you come off the ramp, you just let go of your board completely, and you yeah. do just travel about 150 miles until you. But hit you know what? I've got respect for people that can do that because it's a bloody hard game. <laughs> like, it's hard. Exactly. Yeah, but it's you hard. watch it in awe because yeah. I, I had trouble like just doing a kickflip over a bench. And yeah, no, seriously. No, when I, you yeah, see I, the I, things these guys do, it takes real skill. Yeah, but I'm saying is that like we started. I played it a lot of uni, and me and my mate got pretty addicted that we tried to do the world's most impossible trick, which turned out to be a double bat flip 720. Yeah. And uh, and it, and to actually make it, like, you would land it, but it would never register that it was a double bat flip 720. So the challenge was is that you had to land it on the mega ramp, yeah. and it had to say, you've done a double bat flip 720, you know, because that would be the hardest trick that you can do in the game. I um, don't even know where to start with that. And we spent, and I'm not even kidding here, we spent about the best part of a week, day in, day out, after we came back from uni, sitting in that room, trying to achieve, just going down the mega round, trying to achieve a double backflip 720. But when we yeah. finally achieved it, we felt so happy with ourselves and like proper celebrating, because like you said, it was a sense of achievement, and because it was so difficult to play. Yeah, when you even, land it, it must be like in real life. Yeah, yeah exactly. To even achieve a double backflip in that game was so difficult when I first tried it. But yeah. obviously, by the endless weeks and weeks of me being a sad shit and trying to actually complete this yeah. one trick, like a double backflip was, I was like, oh, that's a piece of piss. But that's the thing is that it actually it challenged you, but was difficult enough to make the challenge worthwhile. So when you actually did say a 360 flip down the stairs, when you're playing a game of skate, you actually felt like, yes, I did something, I've achieved something. But like you said, you, they just dulled down the game too much now, where they sit there and go, yeah. oh, you can't complete it in the first turn, then the computer turns into a complete, absolute fucking retard, falls off his board before he even reaches the ramp, so you can easily complete the mission. It's just, uh, yeah, I love it. I remember the uh, the demo for that. Uh, the day it came out, I had some friends over, and we played Hall of Me on the one demo track for like <laughs> yeah. seven hours. So much bored? fun! Yeah, no, don't get bored at all, do you? Because there's just so much scope for creativity. Like you, <laughs> exactly. you can fall over a fence like ninety different ways, and it's still funny every time. So we just spent days playing that demo. Precisely, exactly. That's I mean, the exact same as I was doing. Is like when because my mate also like we. 
we loved skates and when skate 2 came out which was oh the demo's out mm-hmm. and yeah just like you said we were even playing like they only allowed you to say five minutes in the first skate park didn't they yeah. or something <laughs> and we would play that demo we would keep saying replay just do more to see what yeah i love time doing. limits on demos is absolutely pointless <laughs> it's not like you're gonna go oh that's my five minutes over now i'm never gonna get to play that again yeah, oh, hang on a minute, just reload it reload it yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that I'd reload that demo time and time again until like the actual release date came it reminded, out. It reminded me of the uh, original demo for Tony Hawk's, the original Tony Hawk's. It was on a PS1 magazine. I remember oh, yeah. my friend just thinking, oh, skateboarding, that's a bit weird. But then <laughs> we just carried on playing it and playing it. And I still think to this day that there is still room for a Tony Hawk's game. Because I do enjoy Tony Hawk's, and I said it a few think, months ago. I think what Tony Hawk's did there, yeah, because Skate came out and completely like knocked the genre out of the park. They were like, go on then, try and beat that. Yeah, so but then they tried you to don't have that, to. But then, yeah, they tried to release that skateboarding game. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> like, how do we do oh, sorry, no, I just said, Let's sorry. release a piece of plastic. Yeah, yeah, it was a piece of plastic <laughs> that you can stand on. And yeah. then what, what really made it cringeworthy for me is that the the adverts for it and like the promos of pro skaters sat- standing on it and just going oh it feels like I'm actually on the real thing and yeah like, like the skateboard's they're... actually hard to emulate it's a bit of wood <laughs> it's not like it goes, wow oh it's on the real thing it just goes I have to do the exact feet movement that I'll be doing if I was actually doing the kickflip and you yeah. sit there and just yeah. go no you're not no, yeah. no you're not you're 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 leaning your toes slightly forward and you'll do a kickflip and then if you lean a slightly back you'll do a heel flip which is not how it works in real life it's that that's not how it works if i stand on a skateboard and just lean back i don't just suddenly ollie you know i don't (laughs) well that's (laughs) That's the irony in it the irony is they released a skateboard that you stand on and do skateboard tricks on and it still didn't feel as realistic as the skating on skate (laughs) 2 with two analog sticks it's amazing it felt more like a game than me playing with yeah, a controller. It's just like, how is that even possible? Yeah, yeah. But when that came out, I was so tempted to buy it until um, my mate had a, um, or my mate's dad who was loaded, bought it. And I practiced, like, I, I, I played it a few times around his house. I was just like, this is crap. It yeah. looks so arcadey with all of its, like, it had, depending on what times multiplied you had, you had, like, a different string of colour coming out your backside. And, like, every single time you landed a perfect trick, it would turn gold. And, like, yeah. really flash up on the screen, like, perfect! And, like, really, like, take you out of the game. You would sit there and be like, oh, so I felt like I was skating, but now you screened up, perfect, times 12. I will always say there's a, there is room for a new Tony Hawk's game in the old sort of Tony Hawk's 3, Tony Hawk's yeah. 4 mould. But they just went on. I don't even know what they were doing. Yeah. I think it was around the Activision time where they just thought everything needed a peripheral. <laughs> maybe, oh, guitar hero. maybe this mobile game will be really good maybe. no it's not going to be is it <laughs> no. mobile gaming you know I was playing Dead Trigger um, which is a um, an app on the iPad and it's really good but I always come into uh, free to play games with apprehension because I start thinking how long is it going to be before my my progress is impeded and the game starts asking me to spend money to actually progress yeah, exactly, that's my issue. And I can't relax or sit down with those games and just play them like I would any other <laughs> game. Because it's, I keep thinking, when am I going to get held up for money like some highwayman? Yeah, but it's not just that, is it? It's just how much because how much time and effort do I want to invest in this game? Until, like yeah. you said, until they kill my mood completely. 
and say, oh, pay 65p to pay on. And I know it's just 65p, but I'm sitting there going, I never played this game on a bus. I don't yeah. want to spend 65p. I want it to be free. Yeah, like, I mean, the thing I is, I it's not like when, say you were to go to a restaurant and the waiter comes up and takes your food away and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's the matter with that, mate? And he's like, well, you have to pay £3 if you want to continue <laughs> eating. Uh, or you have to pay £3 for these potatoes. Can I just have the That's potatoes? exactly how a restaurant works, though. Is it? Well, yeah, you pay for the food they give you. Yeah, but you pay a fat, flat rate, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's you what Bob's saying, is that yeah, I've downloaded um, Candy Crush and I had to pay 65p to download Candy Crush. Okay? Well, I've you, now got so to a you point... You bought a game, but boo-hoo. You're a gamer. No, no, no <laughs> now listen. Now okay. listen. Okay, I'm listening. All right, go on. Now I've progressed to the next chapter. It says you can either add or, you know, ask people to add this game and download this game and you get it for free. Or you have to pay an extra 65p to play on. Yeah. And your so problem like the problem with that is... That I've already paid for the game, so... Why do I have to Yeah, but my problem is when a game pretends to be free. So this is my restaurant analogy, Gareth. Okay. You go, it says free meals, and you're like, excellent. So you go in there, and I don't know, there's a there's a steak on your plate. And you're like, hmm, that's quite nice. And you start eating it, and then someone comes over and stops you eating it and says, if you want to continue eating this steak, you have to now give me five pounds. And you're right. like, okay, there's five pounds. This is nice. Uh, I'll go and have some potatoes. You can't have the potatoes, mate. That's an extra two pounds. Whereas if he said the whole meal is £15, I'd be like, fair enough. I'll give you that money up front and I'll enjoy it and I'll know what's coming up. But with these games, you don't know when you're going to get hit. You don't know how much effort or time you have to put in before it will start asking you for money, if that makes sense. I think you got your analogy wrong, but... No. Okay. My analogy is watertight. <laughs> like, change his analogy to, you know, one of those people in a shopping centre yeah, where you are, um, so they have, say, a pretzel stand and they offer you a free slice of pretzel. Okay. And you're just like, oh, that's great. But then what, as soon as you've eaten it, they go, oh, by the way, it's eight quid. <laughs> that's not <laughs> the same thing, though. Well, it's go on, Gareth, thing. you do a bloody analogy then, analogy boy, judging everyone's analogies. Go okay. On. It's like you're walking through a shopping centre and somebody's like, uh, free samples, and you have a free sample, and they go, oh, what? Oh, let's, say, let's say a donut, okay? okay? Here's a free sample of donut, and you go, right. oh, that's nice, and they say, yeah, the donut shop's right there, and the donuts are like a quid each. That's what it is. You just walk away if you don't want it. Well, no, it isn't, because they're not advertising, they're advertising that as a free sample. What Rob's saying is, is that when you download a game for free, they're not saying, oh, by the way, you'll have to pay for new content. They just say, this is a free download game. Yeah, did for you pay to download content. it? No, but well, I'm, I'm I, saying I'm that's false confused. advertising. It's not. I don't think any game has ever falsely advertised that bad. No, but when you eat the donut, Gareth, okay. you know that you have tasted the donut. Yeah. You like the donut. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to go and buy a donut if you want. Yeah. What I'm saying with the free-to-play games is you don't know how much of the donut you're going to start consuming or how much you're going to then pay for the donut. But it's free. Why are you complaining? I'm complaining. If you, if you get halfway through a donut and then they say, that's your free amount, you're not going to go, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's no, well mean. But, but I don't enjoy my half a free fucking donut. Yeah, but then you can go and you eat another bowing at their feet. Donut. You should Look. be kissing the fucking shoes. I'm gonna Thank kiss you for the food, don't okay. But the thing is, right, <laughs> I'm now playing the game. I'm enjoying it. Okay. But I don't know 
if I'm going to be forced to pay some money in a minute, in an hour, in two hours' time, and even if I do pay that one ninety nine, fair enough. But are they then going to ask me for another one ninety nine an hour down the line? I don't know how the donut analogy is even going to come into that. <laughs> I'm quite lost in this analogy minefield. Um, but we've all given our analogies. Yeah. And I think, and I still think, no one has come with the perfect uh, recipe yeah, for microtransactions. Yeah. No one has. And Legal games are suffering because of it. Legal Legends, they only charge you for cosmetic things. Yeah, and you know that you can enjoy the game of League of Legends without being having impeded. to purchase yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that. That is an agreement between you. I think, and Rob, the what it is is that PC games do have it down to a T. They have microtransitions down to an absolute T. Yeah. And like, you know, like Gareth said, it doesn't impact on the game massively. When it comes to console microtransactions, they make it seem like you have to get this. I know that's advertising, but I'm saying in some, in some respects it's true, is that you sit there and go, say Call of Duty, for example, although the microtransition and DLC is download this map pack, if you are an avid gamer of Call of Duty, but you yeah. don't have the money to purchase, the, or you, you can't be bothered to purchase the map packs, your online experience is severely altered because they they throw you into a lot smaller lobby, like a much much smaller lobby because obviously the variable of map pack is not ticked. So you sit there and you just go right. So now I'm only playing with say two thousand people, and it takes you an extra say ten minutes to join a game, and it might be a worse game than say if you spent the eight quid on the map packs. Yeah, that's a different issue. That's that's an issue, yeah. but it's a different issue. DLC. Well, well, could you do some kind of analogy? Is oh, that, I guess um, <laughs> I guess microtransactions in console gaming is always like you know extra costumes and well, extra... like the, that new Forza they brought out, you could just like pay to unlock new cars. Like that's yeah. uh, that's iffy. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Actually, coming back to one of your lists. Um, Gareth, um, Club yeah. Club Drive was recently um, almost Drive Club, not Club Drive. Don't confuse him. Oh, sorry, sorry, Drive Club. <laughs> I said it about nine times in that list as well. I yeah, really yeah, funny yeah you did. But like I said, now, I... now do your jokes, Gareth. It's a golf game, isn't it? Yeah, it's a golf <laughs> game. Hey! <laughs> it never gets old. Never. <laughs> <laughs> right. But they recently got um, almost you know, sent to the rising crowds of people who are obviously fans of the game um, because they said that they were going to have microtransactions where you can buy and unlock the faster cars mm-hmm. um, from day one release. And they were just saying, well, what's the point in me even trying to progress through the game if you're offering to buy them? Yeah. And their, their counter-argument was, well, actually, we give you the opportunity to unlock these cars um, through the game with in-game money and in-game points. So if you unlock the career mode, you'll be able to afford the more expensive cars. But if you don't want to wait, you can buy them. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is okay, as long as they do not make it say, oh, here's the Lamborghini, whatever. Um, it is pound fifty to purchase or 40 million in-game coins yeah and it takes you like a decade to get, earn 40 million you know in-game coins it depends how they really play it but everyone's pretty much a bit turned off as it were with yeah. the game because it's they different. don't 
They don't want to even take the risk. It's different with cars, though, because, like, a car will always be faster than another car. Whereas, yeah, like, in League of Legends, you can buy other characters, but they're not always guaranteed to be better than others. Like, <laughs> one character might be a better match against another character, but it's not just flat out, this one does more damage than this one every time. Yeah. It's not a flower upgrade. You're not just guaranteed that this person's always going to be amazing. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I understand that. We're it's just... <sighs> I guess it always annoys me if they... Um... Well, it's a debate that gamers get into all the time. and You know, yeah. you only have to mention it. and every... I don't think anyone particularly likes it, but we know that it's something we have to put up with uh, yeah. because it's basically not going away. I think, yeah, day one DLC still gets on my nerves. I think it gets on a lot of people's nerves. And I think microtransactions as well. Especially when they don't really add much to the game. I think that's when it gets on people's nerves. But, um, like Rob said, it'll be an endless debate that we can have for hours. But We're not going to. It, it, <laughs> it won't conclude and get anywhere. No. Right, so what a lovely podcast we've had today. It feels like it's gone on for absolutely ages. Uh, which it has. Um <laughs> Guy, I look forward to seeing you next week, hopefully, uh, coming from a new venue. Um, hopefully, he doesn't have to wait till the kids are in bed, um, <laughs> because that could become start becoming quite awkward. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, Dave, for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure, Rob, and thank you very much, Gareth, for uh, not taking piss at me too much. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I think we're all welcome to some degree, aren't we? Some more welcome than others, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, probably. Can I just say one quick thing as well? You can. Yep. Uh, I did a, a giveaway on the, oh, you did? the Game Banter Twitter this week. Who is rustling around? <laughs> what is he doing? That is insane. Who's, is he the guy that won? Uh, no. <laughs> I did a... Uh... Well, 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 congratulations, rustling no, around. <laughs> that is a very beautiful thing that you've won. What has he won, Gareth? But I was... No... Just carry on going. Uh, <laughs> I did a giveaway on Twitter, on my Twitter feed, at Game Banter. I didn't give much warning, so if you weren't following my Twitter feed, you missed out. But I gave away uh, Borderlands, Sleeping cool. Dogs, and Hero Academy on Steam, and three people won. So if you want, you. I want to do more stuff like that in future, so if you follow the Twitter account, at Game Banter, then... Look forward to more giveaways. Say, say things like that, Gareth. Uh, so if you want to subscribe uh, on iTunes, you probably would have found this somehow. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. Uh, you just hit the subscribe button. Um, follow us on Twitter, at uh, Game Banter. Is that, the, is that right, Gareth? That's yep. the future. And before we go, uh, I found a rather good site that I just want to give people a heads up on. Uh, last week, I gave people a heads up on a, sh- a site called Amazon. Oh, yeah, you discovered that, didn't you? Yeah. The first this, person ever to go on it, I believe. This week, I, I have discovered a rather uh, a great uploading site where people from across the world put up videos uh, of things that have been going on, whether that be uh, Funny Dog videos to people talking about their sort of views on politics and stuff I can't remember the name, I'll have to find it for next is week Is it that Yout, Yout, Yout something? That's, is that right? It yeah. rings a bell but it's sort of that similar Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people do FIFA videos on there as well it's, uh... Yeah, I tended to stay away from that <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah. Right, so I'm going to go to bed now uh, R.I.P. H.R. Geiger There's too many words in that Oh yeah. Too many letters, sorry um, he was a great man 
And I know you looked up to him a lot, Gareth. He is a very, very creepy artist. Rude, considering he died today. To well, no, that. he, that's a compliment. He designed creepy things on purpose. Really? Well, so someone said, oh, I liked Gareth. He, he was a bit creepy. Well, if my whole life was devoted to being creepy, <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah. yes. Achieved. <laughs> exactly. Right then. Thank you, guys. And hopefully people will join us next week. I'm on my way to bed now because I'm literally falling asleep as I sit. Uh, Gareth, <laughs> you're going to stay up all night, I suspect. Okay, then. Well, for next week, thank you very much. I have been Rob Walker, and we have been the Game Central team. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye-bye. We miss him the most. We had to find ourselves another host. Swinging naked on a pole dancer post. He is the best around. I hope he isn't six feet underground. And that's a little song that I made in memory of the once great Guy Whitlock.